Yo, yo, yo. Big T-Dog, big E-Dog. How we doing today? E-Dog, the E-Boy, uh, back in the booth. <laughs> Think fresh, baby. Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing good. How are you, Eric? Man, I'm doing just fine. Staying nice and bundled up indoors. It's been a cold one these days here in beautiful BC. <sighs> mm-hmm. Minus 15 at the maximum, I think. Nothing nothing that a, a nice lukewarm bowl of Subway chicken noodle soup can't resolve. <laughs> it might resolve the cold problem, but it'll introduce a whole slew of other problems, Ty. Like, you know, if, for example, if your pipes are frozen, you could really have a problem at home. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. I guarantee you that the, the chicken noodle soup at Subway has salmonella in it for sure. I hate that salmonella. Salmonella. Yeah, what's what's going on? What's new with you? Oh man, <laughs> Cra- crazy weekend for me, man. I've been I've been socializing. I've been I've, I've had a high spend weekend Hell through yeah. no through no means of my own, Eric. Just completely. <laughs> this is God's plan at this point. But um, I ended up at the Park Casino downtown this weekend. Uh oh. Yeah, squatting by the roulette table, throwing some money down. That's where you introduced me to roulette, that exact table. <laughs> and I think we lost like $70 or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm no stranger Thank to you. loss, you know, but you that have was to experience. The, in, in hindsight, Ty, that was the worst like decision on my part because I basically allowed you to play with my money. And that's never, that's never good. I really regret that, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sorry to resurrect this <laughs> suppressed trauma you have. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well. Uh, it takes great loss to make great art, and I'm no stranger to the experience. I lost again this weekend. <laughs> I did meet some interesting characters at the casino there, though, Eric. Mm-hmm. I met, um, you know, we'll tell you, know, the Drake line, um, you, you know, you got to win some and you got to lose some as long as the outcome is income. But mm-hmm. I don't think that was the case for you this weekend. No, dude. The podcasting equivalent is like as long as the input is output, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. As long as you can split your input and output, you can record. <laughs> Turns out, guys, you can't do that on an iPad. Thanks, Tim no. Cook. Yeah, thanks, Crook. The, yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, I, I should just stick to steak.com. Like, my, my luck has run out. Man, those online gambling sites are like a next level of degenerate. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you really have to be some kind of like stay-at-home loser <laughs> to, to play those i hope you never get into that i i'm likely going to at some point but later in life i'm still like young and handsome enough to like show up in public and like wear a collared shirt at the casino but like after a certain like degree of letting oneself go you can't really even like hang out at the poker table you know <laughs> <laughs> i totally agree so maybe being online is actually better because like if you're physically at a casino it's like you're wasting your money and time Mm-hmm. But if you're at home, you know, I got family guy picture in picture going at the same time anyway. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. A master multitasker. Mm-hmm. I saw a reel today where some guy was gambling on one of those like blackjack websites with like a real dealer. It's like a video feed of the dealer, like drawing the cards and stuff. And he was just like talking shit in the chat. <laughs> He's like, and then the, uh, the dealer is just like, it's like, man, this motherfucker <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he's like, you're you're a, you're a loser playing blackjack at four a.m. 
was like, damn. And he's like, I'm, I'm telling your manager. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. Sound off dealers. I mean, those dealers are probably AI generated at this point too. So that's pretty ballsy of the AI too. Um, this is like the, the first evidence of them like <laughs> kind of like protesting or um rising up against, against humans yeah yeah exactly shit you're right yeah, it starts it, it starts with uh ai generated dealers cussing us out and making fun of us and then mm-hmm. it, it ends with genocide <laughs> where in the spectrum is the ai generated sandwich artist screwing up my foot long oh shit that's that's like the prelude to all of this you know what i mean because that's not really a bad thing that's kind of ex- expected <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's just gonna it's our destiny i'm not looking forward to the ai generated sandwich artist because i find that all artificial intelligence has too much to say hear me out like yeah. i there is a beautiful simplicity in the sandwich artist making eye contact saying cheese and toasted and i'm saying yes that's like <laughs> four words and a lot of information communicated back and forth. But artificial mm-hmm. intelligence is like, hello, sir. Can I interest you in a cheese on your sandwich as well as toasting it in our toaster? And then I'd say yes. And it says, okay, thank you. I will now add cheese to your sandwich and put it in the toaster. You know, they always have to, they say too much. They really do. And I don't think this will fly for very long because as we know, the people who frequent Subway they have a 30 minute max lunch and mm-hmm. they have to clock back in right on the dot, you know? So mm-hmm. they're not wasting time with your little small talk and your little like introductions and things like that. I need my sandwich right now and I need to start eating it fast because that's a lot of inches to get through in 30 minutes. Dude, yeah, you're going to be plowing them back. So the, the winner <laughs> of the AI race, at least in the sandwich industry, will be the one that eliminates all those formalities and just gets bread in mouth as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. so the airport vending machine (laughs) precisely (laughs) Uh, okay so i want to circle back to the casino eric because i want to tell you about some of the characters that i encountered there the first one and the least the less interesting of the two was a positive experience i made a friends with a man in a chrome hearts shirt and oh no he liked he liked me so much he gave me 100 dollars to gamble with what that's crazy so this guy was uh he was chroming out for real then. He's not a broke boy. No, he wasn't uh, capping. I immediately doubled the money he gave me. Uh, actually, I quadrupled it. And then I paid him back in full plus an extra hundred. So I came out as the the high roller there. Oh, so you Pretty cool blessed move. him with $100 on top of his initial investment. And you pocketed mm. $200 for yourself. Yeah, dude. I felt like it was so cool because... He felt like an angel investor in a way. Like he believed in me <laughs> and it paid off for both It really of us. is an angel investment because it was a miracle that you quadrupled <laughs> his money immediately. That never happens. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I, I put it on. I played inside. I put it on the number that was called. It's crazy. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's only that's the type of move you make when you're playing with someone else's money. Hence mm-hmm. why it seems a little familiar now that you did that. <laughs> high, high risk, no reward is, the, is my rules. But damn. So that was an interesting. I eventually lost it all. So it's just still a sad story. But the even more interesting character I met, Eric, is and you're going to be familiar with a story like this, because do you remember me? sharing with you a very convoluted conversation I had with a girl at a house party 
a few episodes ago, a few months ago, where she made fun of my cologne. She bullied me <laughs> yes. because I was wearing Santel 33. How could I forget? Mm-hmm. An iconic moment in Think Fresh lore. I walked away, <laughs> uh, a, a blow to my self-esteem. Being She'd, sent shamed. I was sent shamed for my uh, supposedly too basic of aroma. Well, <laughs> a lot's changed since then, Eric. I stopped wearing Santel 33, but I still had a longing <laughs> in my life for a similar aroma. And when I was in Palm Springs last month, I came across a brand that offered a really nice Santel aroma, but it was a little less perfumey. Uh, for reference, the brand is Sonder, and I can't remember what the actual name of the perfume is. White Lightning or something. I don't know. It's quite nice. It's a little boutique bottle. Mm-hmm. Looks like the desert. Anyways, I picked this up. I've been rocking it on weekends lately. Nice little Santel scent. Uh, I'm, at, I'm hanging by the roulette table. And this drunk girl stumbles out of nowhere, and she says, Oh my God, who smells so good here? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. And so then you really she blow like, it up, Ty. This is dude, uh, this is a full 180 from your other Santel. Is it possible that it's just two different opinions on a similar scent? It's the most divisive, most divisive <laughs> scent out there because she comes in for the sniff, obviously unsolicited, and um, then says like, "Oh yeah, that's that's the Lilabo Santel 33, baby." And I'm like, "Yeah, pretty close." <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Wow. So she actually mistook it for the OG mm-hmm. Labo. Mm-hmm. And she was pro Labo. That's the thing. That's <laughs> the interesting. That's the, so like controversial, no? Yeah, that's interesting. Also, what characteristics, characteristics do you have that make you appear sniffable? <laughs> because like, oh, yeah. I don't know if that's like a common thing for people to go up to a stranger and be like, Right? I get smelled a lot. It's pretty weird. I, I think I did something about my personality <laughs> or physique is disarming. So people think, I, I feel like as a minority getting your hair touched, this is the equivalent for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, guys, please stop smelling me. It's actually not favorable. <laughs> it's a bit offensive, but at least this was a positive experience. She thought it was good, which caught me off guard. She she would wouldn't disengage though. She kept talking to me about specifically Santel thirty three and how wonderful she thought it was. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I got I to get back. I I put fifty bucks on red. I got to go. She's like, Oh no no, no you gotta <laughs> you gotta tell me about the scent. What is this scent? And I'm like, I don't really remember, girl. I I don't remember what it's called, right? So then she's finally like, Well, can you look it up for me? And I thought, Okay, I actually can because. Maybe the breadheads know this, but I am a obsessive note taker. I keep notes on everything I do. So I knew I had the name of the scent <laughs> in a note. So I tell her, okay, I'll pull it up. I have it in a note. And I whip up the phone. I start going through my pages and pages of notes. And then she says, like, what do you, what, what do you, what's, what, what are you looking at? I'm like, oh, these are my notes. And then she <laughs> says, why do you take so many notes? And then I said, I just really like note taking. And then she like gets all like <laughs> clinical psychologist on me. And she's like, but why? Like, tell me really why. And mm-hmm. I say, well, I guess I have a poor memory and I use this to subsidize it in some way. And she's like, I don't believe that for one minute. Tell me why. And I said, I don't know. That must just be why. She's like, that's not like, why. 
you should have been like, I have a whole page on you. And now that I, now that you know this, I have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I probably should have, because then she says, I think I know why. And then she leans into me and she says, I think you might have ADHD. <laughs> Girl Fuck, tried to dude. diagnose me in the, on the casino floor, dude. Oh what no, dude. <laughs> dude, I hate an unsolicited diagnosis. That's the fucking biggest vibe kill ever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I think we have, you might have early onset Parkinson's. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> shaking like a freak at the roulette table. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, yeah, dude, I'm just nervous. <laughs> I hate it. Like, I hate when that happens. My, my, my neurodivergence is not your icebreaker. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. We went from my culture is not a cost, not your costume to <laughs> my, <laughs> my neurodivergence is, is not your uh, punchline. Mm-hmm. My autism is not your angle. So exactly get lost. So I dis- disengaged her after that moment. It was, um, it, it was such a high note ended on such a low blow. And that's how mm-hmm. I felt both on and off the roulette table that night. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy because you're also simultaneously locked into your bet. <laughs> and I can imagine you having like two hands on the table, like shoulders squared to the roulette table. And then you're craning your neck over to the left. To, to just like hear what this bitch is talking about. Uh, that would drive oh, yeah, me absolutely dude. nuts, Ty. I would probably do something regretful at that point. Mm-hmm. Like I have such polite instincts that, but I could only give her like 15% of my cognitive capacity in the moment. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. bouncing back, my eyes were going cross-eyed between the the ball spinning in the, in the roulette table and whatever mm-hmm. she was yapping on about. Yeah, 15% are going to her, 30% is going to this pod and how you're going to talk about it, and then the rest is going to the bet that you're going to inevitably lose. Dude, like as soon as my heart rate returned to normal from both the loss and from whatever outrageous things she said, I realized I was sitting on podcasting gold, so I'm so glad I get to share this with you. 100%. This, the, is, uh, why time, well, this is why we have to leave the house, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We can't just work from home forever you know what i mean we gotta we gotta experience the world because there's so much content to be had <laughs> dude the world needs to smell us i i realize like <laughs> i can't believe that santel 33 will continue to come up this will not be the last time that it mm-hmm. <laughs> becomes a segment on this podcast mm-hmm. i'm at the point ty where i've been wearing the same scent for like three four years now mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I apply like 10% more every time I use it. So now I'm wondering like, am I used to the scent? Is it like sniffable to others? What are other people Mm -hmm. thinking? Can they even, do they even notice it? Because I don't. I'm just spraying it on very generously at this point. I still don't even know if it's there. Oh, dude, I I notice. Trust me. I notice. You smell (laughs) fantastic (laughs) everywhere you go. I feel the same way though. I become scent blind to myself. You know, that's why I'm, I'm trying to mix up the aroma uh, as much as I can, like no longer uh, just a signature scent guy. Now I'm a man of many smells mm-hmm. just so that I can make sure the nose stays sensitive. You know, I want it to be like a French palette. Mm-hmm. That is nice. And I ain't talking you by need a palette cleanser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the palette it cleanser is, is just though. not showering for 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and freshen up. Exactly. Wow. Well, yeah. what, what actually brought you to the casino? Because the casino is a dark, dark place, Ty, and I don't know if there's any reason to ever go to a casino in 2023. Like, I feel like in the You're 60s right. or 70s, like maybe it was romanticized. You know, you have really 
tall waiters wearing tuxedos, carrying like drinks, things like that. Just mm-hmm. anything to get you to stay and spend more money. But now I just feel like it's a hostile environment. Women are approaching you to like talk, critique your neurodivergence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people are wearing sweats. It's not the same, you know. There's a lineup yeah, to cash it, out. It has really uh, regressed to it's like the most basic version of itself. <laughs> what it wanted to be all along, maybe. I guess I, I th- and I think like the cryptocurrency market is putting continuous pressure on the casino. Like all the customers are probably going there. So what dri- what drove me there, Eric? Well, you know how I made my New Year's resolution to say no to more activities. Say no to more things. <laughs> say no to my sandwich artist. Bro got too bored. Mm-hmm. I I had a relapse. I said yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> my my friend had a free night stay at the hotel at the casino and um, some vouchers to use on the on the gambling floor. So I couldn't resist oh. the opportunity to uh, walk the floor with them and maybe throw a few bucks on my own down. Plus mm-hmm. a free night stay with a hot tub and spa access is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. This is amazing, Ty. It's like the economics behind casinos are truly fascinating because on the surface, it feels like a free stay. But everyone in your group spent hundreds of dollars, including other people's money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> I wonder just like at one point it just equals out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to uh, Andrew, I think his name was. The guy who gave you hundred bucks, <laughs> yeah, damn, it would be a, it would be an Andrew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. So, yeah, yeah it definitely the, there's a hidden cost to everything, you know. Like even Think Fresh podcast, you think we're a free podcast, but we we caught your ears. That's all we want. We don't care about the rest of you. That's right, Ty. We're in the analytics and data economy. Mm-hmm. We have our demographics and uh, all these ads that you may or may not hear are. Lining our pockets, Ty. <laughs> like Subway's ideal demographic is just a digestive system with a wallet. That's all. <laughs> if they if they could have it their way, they would engineer like a, a digestive system workforce that can create income and then spend it wherever it makes the most sense, which is obviously Subway. Mm-hmm. It's the shape of the, their Subway's food is the shape of the digestive system. <laughs> <laughs> a straight line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had this. Uh, I had this talk with my with my parents about how like the carnivores, their stomach is a lot shorter, or like their digestive system is shorter than uh, the average herbivore, right? Mm. And uh, something like something along those lines. I obviously tuned out, <laughs> <laughs> but something was Boring. said. Of, something was said about like our digestive system is so long; it's fifteen times our own height. What? Therefore, if you eat things that are like hard to digest, like meat mostly, it, that's why you might feel like ass afterwards because it has to travel so far in your body and it's just not conducive to the twists and turns that it has to take to get out your butt. That's crazy. So what you're trying to tell me is if I eat a foot long and then I'm not going to see that foot long again until I eat 14 more foot longs. Like if I <laughs> eat 15 foot longs in a row, the first one will start popping out. That's only if you're full of shit. <laughs> At all times, <laughs> dude, you know I am. Wow, it's kind of like, like, like a Pez like a backwards bumper to bumper traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, That's it's gridlock nasty. in there. Shit, shit. Yeah. So, and I unplugged my mic <laughs> back in, so we are back. We're still back. 
We're so back. Ty, you got to hold on to that thing, man. That uh, that glizzy is slipping out of your hands over there. Dude, I just get so worked up when I talk about this kind of stuff. To be honest, uh, during our last hour-long episode, my hand kind of seized up because it was like clutching this thing for an hour straight and I never adjusted. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of like locked it in. But I don't know. We might have to go back to desktop recording, which is kind of whack. It's, it feels like a regression. It does feel like a regression, but I agree that it is uncomfortable to hold something of this girth for this long, <laughs> unless I develop the muscles for it, which I hope I do not. Dude, shout out to all of our adult film actresses, because I don't know how they do it. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Sp- speaking of like squeezing a glizzy, uh, I got to <laughs> tell you about this crazy story I heard in the news this uh, this oh, week wow. at Subway. Yeah. So oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, let's get into that. Our dude in Florida, of course, is patroning the way, gets agitated with his female sandwich artist. I don't know why they need to specify the sandwich maker's gender. I think it's um, enforcing stereotypes. But uh, the female <laughs> subway worker, he, he becomes agitated by them. And the reason was because she didn't cut the foot long in half. She just wrapped mm. it and shipped it. Oh, critical error. Mm-hmm. However, Ty, we've covered this on other episodes. We said that if the artist doesn't cut your foot long in half, that means they trust you to handle it in one go. You mm-hmm. know, Badge cutting in half is is for the week. It's a, it's a presumption that you won't be able to take on 12 inches at once. See, I look at it that way, too. And we've even had the breadheads write in about this. And the, the, I think the... Um, the general cultural discourse was split for a little while, but I think we've all come around and agreed on this. <laughs> all of us have except this one dude, Eric, because he was clearly unhappy about it. So you know what he does after he finds out his sandwich was not separated? He has a meltdown, which is kind of like a toasting, I guess. say <laughs> <laughs> the same shit. God damn it. He has a meltdown, and then he takes the sandwich and he hurls it at the sandwich artist and like wow. hits them right like it's described in the news article as the mid to lower body section so so the right in the vagina <laughs> yeah right in the vag i don't i guess they were couldn't explicitly say that on cnn but yeah so he hits he pummels the footlong into her vag <laughs> then runs away anyways they catch his license plate number arrest him and now he's going to jail for battery so there's a wow. few things we need to unpack here. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> there's a lot of information just thrown at my at my crotch. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's crazy. So first thing, I, I need to know why this guy wasn't paying attention when he, his sandwich was being made. Like clearly, like it's being cut in front of you. You should catch those kinds of things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why didn't he speak up? Did he Did he look at his phone? What's going on? I think it was phone usage. I think he was crushing candy or something because there was a one line in this article that referenced him using his phone during the experience at some point, which means it was within reach and unlocked. Mm-hmm. So it's possible then that this was a deliberate act by our beloved sandwich artist because they were annoyed at the person being on the phone. Like that's mm. pretty rude. You know, that is only we can get away with that by live streaming our sandwich experience. <laughs> I still feel bad when I live stream my sandwich experience. I know that like <laughs> sandwich art, I know I'm recording. The sandwich artist knows I'm recording. They know I know I'm recording. 
and I know they know I'm recording. So it's weird. But maybe they're kind of down for it. It's like maybe they want to show off their lettuce sprinkling mm. skills. You know what I mean? Like maybe they're looking for a promotion that year and they want to really flex and get noticed on Instagram.com. Right, right. Sandwich performing artist. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So this obviously was not cut in half. It moves into the wrapping paper. It gets unwrapped. And then does the person throw the sandwich unwrapped or is it paper like crumpled back up and then thrown? <laughs> Dude, I think I think he probably I, I, I actually I don't know. I'm assuming that it was still wrapped because it wouldn't get much airtime if it was loose. You know, it would you'd have yeah, this be crazy, flying around like, everywhere. Yeah. Food fight. But if it's nice and tightly wrapped, you got a little missile there. You can huck it like a foot long ball. Mm-hmm, totally. <laughs> I guess either one would count as battery, though, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But but a wrapped one would be more dense and probably have like more velocity on impact. I just so realized. Would, would you would you rather be hit by? That's the thing. Like I would rather oh. be hit by a closed sandwich than an open one. Right, a clean thud or a wet smack. <laughs> exactly. One's heavier but more desirable too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ordered a cold cuts and did this, you would literally be throwing around the pigskin. How crazy is that? <laughs> That's a good one. So, yeah, I, I think I'd rather have it close because I care too much about the fit. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. No, no wet ingredients, if 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 possible. You know what I mean? I'd rather just be hit with the sandwich because then I could probably catch it and then throw it back. Like, mm-hmm. At that kind of like job, like we're not... I'm not afraid to lose this job. You know what I mean? I'm Mm -hmm. down to fight back and I will most likely, I don't know, maybe threaten you with a bread knife even (laughs) if it gets there. (laughs) Dude. Yeah. I'd send it back. If you, what's the line? If you can dodge a foot long, you could dodge a ball. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Throwing a wrench in the plans. So, okay. So he (laughs) declared that he wasn't trying to hit her. He says, I was just trying to throw it back on the counter, which seems a little bit sus because of where he like it kind of adds up with where he ended up striking <laughs> but i also could see this as like an act of misogyny in some like like why do you need to throw it at her uh, vajayj you know it's <laughs> especially as like kind of like a a penile phallic shaped object i feel like there's like like almost like a sexual assault happening here totally and it's possible Ty, that we've made the assumption that the sandwich artist was facing them he might have been going for the anal shot. Oh, even worse. This guy this guy has no boundaries. What a monster. <laughs> Absolutely none. <laughs> Wait, who? The patron or me? <laughs> Both. Dude, <laughs> Falongs, as we learned earlier, Falongs are supposed to come out your butt, not in them. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you're no. right. Um, that's just God's plan. <laughs> so this is a controversial situation because maybe it was an accident. Maybe it wasn't. Either way, do you think he deserves the battery charge? Yes. I would be so mad if I was hit with a sandwich. I would definitely press charges, especially if it's caught on surveillance footage and the franchise owner is willing to go to bat for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I guess so if you got if you got the franchise owner in your court, you're that's going to look good because they 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 own the CCTV, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, aye. Let's just talk really quick, Ty, about how much of a scam CCTV is. Like, yeah, if you ever be- need to contact a business for their footage for whatever reason, legal or not, you're out of luck. <laughs> like, 
I'm pretty sure I even told you this. I like had my car broken into and the NFT gallery that was in front of it had cameras pointed directly at my car, right? And I was like, oh, excellent. They're tech savvy. They'll definitely have footage. I contact them and they're like, oh, those are turned off. <laughs> they're not They're not even turned on. They're not recording anything. I'm like, oh my God, you guys. The NFT gallery, once again, fucks me over. <laughs> they're not really cameras. They're just JPEGs of cameras. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. Yeah, there's like a, there's like a really un- unfortunate irony there. <laughs> Nothing's real. Smoke and mirrors. So what percentage of CCTV cameras or also just general security cameras are even actively recording? Like are throw me a number here. What do you think on earth of all cameras? Like I have a, a security cam in my apartment. It's not it's not plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Yeah, I think probably like 30%. Yeah, I'm gonna say 30, 20. I was gonna say 25. One in one in four is actually operational. Totally. Yeah, I I mean, it's probably recording, but then like is anyone looking looking at the footage either? Probably mm-hmm. not. You know no. what I mean? Like it's not like the NBA replay center where it's like they have like 8K cameras and you know, down to the frame they can pause and then all that shit. That doesn't exist. They're still recording in 480p up there. Yeah, it's kind of weird that like the government doesn't invest in like this very attainable infrastructure to keep our streets safer. Yeah. We all have, we have three 4k cameras on our phone, <laughs> but subway doesn't have any, <laughs> like what's going on with that. It's kind of weird. I mean, like maybe they, I could see subway getting their sandwich artists to wear body cams because <laughs> of two reasons. That's like the ideal angle for really verifying whether or not there was any foul play in the foot long. Mm-hmm. Totally a QA process, maybe in a probation measure. Mm-hmm. Like all of Subway's liabilities are within six feet directly in front of the sandwich artist. You got the foot log <laughs> and then the patron who may huck a sandwich at you. Beyond mm-hmm. that, there's like pretty, it's not like there's too much like crazy shit going down in the corner of the, of the subway next to the fireplace. Maybe yeah. like someone will like do some meth there once, but. i mean it's possible that the toaster behind you could explode um Mm -hmm. but that's pretty rare i don't think that's ever happened if it did happen i don't think you need a security camera to figure out what happened (laughs) there (laughs) will be signs that is true there will be signs but i wonder i wonder what happens ty if there's like a glitch that if two body cams are facing each other do they just like is like a deer in headlight situation like if a policeman is ordering a foot long and the sandwich artist has also got eyes on the situation. Hmm. There could be a weird like matrix level kind of glitch that goes on. Right. The judge and jury see both sides like Chanel in that case. <laughs> exactly. The law enforcement and the sandwich artist. I don't know. Yeah. The, prosecutor. the law, the law and the order. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> the, the sandwich order is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> okay, cool. Excellent. Ty, any other topics? We should probably close this one out. I think we're all good to go. Shut this shit down. We got to go. Let's end this. Um, Breadheads, thank you for listening once again. Thank you. That's it. You said it all. (laughs) Ciao. Ciao.